everyone. Welcome to Gilmore Gals. In today's episode, we'll be doing the second installment of our favorite supporting character series. And today we'll be discussing Suki and Kirk. My name is Karishma and I'm here with my co-hosts and friends, Jaina and Anusha. Um, so let's start off our discussion with talking about Suki. Uh, what uh, did you guys think of in terms of like her major storylines or plot lines throughout the series? I thought it was, um, she's a really fun um, supporting character. I consider her kind of like a main character also in the later seasons because we get to see her a lot more and um, we get to see her storyline individually separate from Lorelai and Rory, who mm. are the main characters. And I especially love her storyline with Jackson. Um, some of my favorite scenes with Suki are with Jackson also. Yeah, for sure. I That is interesting how in the first season, it, we mainly see her at the end, but then later on, we see like more of her um, personal life, especially with Jackson. Um, so yeah, she kind of does like transition into like a major character or a main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love the scenes where um, after we see her life with Jackson, like when they have kids, you can see like the mothering side of her too. Um, which is really nice to see because we kind of understand like how Lorelai is a mother to Rory, but we also get to see that side of Suki when she has her kids. So I think that's also a really like cute um, thing they put into the storyline with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know like uh, in the early seasons, like particularly with, the first season, like Suki's storylines mainly revolve around her career being a chef. And she's also, along with what Anusha said earlier, she's like very um, competitive as well. Mm-hmm. And my main, um, the main thing I thought of was like how competitive she is with Luke when it comes to food and cooking, as we saw like in Cinnamon's Wake and stuff. So um, it's funny to, it's interesting to see her transition from that to like see her develop her own life uh like what you guys were saying with Jackson because they like started to like hate each other at first but then um they eventually developed feelings for each other so then they dated and then got married and then um that whole plot line with Suki freaking out um when she heard that Jackson wants like four and four um (laughs) which is like the four kids in four years (laughs) so (laughs) I I always found that really funny, (laughs) but I I find it also funny. I think they only ended up having two kids though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they had Davey and I want to say their daughter's name is Martha. Yeah, 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 it's Martha. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also love this one particular scene. I always um, think of when I think of Suki and Jackson, it just pops into my mind where... um, Jackson asked Suki to move in with him and or no Jackson asked Suki to marry him and Suki's like are you pregnant <laughs> looks so freaked out <laughs> yeah I love that so much um <laughs> and another thing like um I thought of in relation to her career so like Suki and Lorelai both like achieved their dream of like owning their own inn which is ultimately the dragonfly inn um, so mm-hmm. that's also another one of Suki's major plot lines throughout, like, the second half of the series. Yeah, same. Yeah. 
Um, and you know, as we're describing Suki, I can see that like hers is probably one of the more like traditional storylines out of all the characters in the sense that like she gets married, she has kids and she advances in her career. So like all of these aspects of her life are like pretty linear. Um, so overall, I could see that along with having these life changes. I like how she still like remains the same lovable Suki. Um, do you guys agree? I agree. Yeah, I like how the writers didn't really change her personality throughout the show. They kept her, um, her major quirks and everything still the same. So it's still Suki whenever she comes in the scene. Yeah, I really like that too. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So speaking of quirks, what are some of like Suki's quirks? The show we kind of mentioned a couple of them. Um. Because there's like a lot that. I can think of like off the top of my head, but yeah. What are some of her, yeah. your guys' favorite quirks of hers? I feel like she's so. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like she's so innocent sometimes, um, and that I feel like that's one of her quirks because when she's around, um, like Emily Gilmore, she doesn't realize when like Emily actually is like making fun of her or something. She's just like going along with it, and it's so cute. Um, <laughs> And, like, when she's, like, I remember when, I I don't remember, like, the exact scene, but she was serving something for Emily just, just for, like, some sort of tasting, and, like, the back of her apron, like, had ripped, and Emily had mentioned that, and then she, like, tried to turn around, like, a little doggy, and she's, like, I can't see it, I can't see it, and it was just, like, so adorable, and, like, that I feel like that's like the best part of Suki because she's so like innocent. She doesn't even realize that she's being quirky or anything. She's just being herself. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I I kind of remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah, what were they doing a tasting for? Was it like one of um Emily's like DAR dinners or I don't remember. It was probably for like I think it was I don't know. Yeah, it was one of for one of Emily's parties that she was hosting and well, I think one of her caterers fell through and um, she went to Suki for catering, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another quirk that I love about Suki is how, like, particular she is about, like, her cooking and her kitchen. Because I remember that uh, one scene where Jackson is trying to cook her dinner and sh- she's telling him what to do. And he's like, don't tell me, don't. I'll cook for you and she and he like bans her from the kitchen but she's just so erratic that she doesn't have any control over the kitchen (laughs) yeah that's definitely true like she's um kind of like a control freak in that way um like with the restaurant critic uh like what we talked about a couple of um podcast episodes ago like when the critic called her risotto fine but like the rest of it was like a glowing review she spends like all this time trying to perfect it and then Ultimately, she, like, goes to the critic's house and has him, like, taste test it. So that's, like, <laughs> like really, like, major, like, perfectionist um, type of Suki. And also, like, um, as I mentioned earlier with uh, being competitive with Luke, how she, like, went um, one day at the diner. She, like, went across into the counter and started, like, um, making over people's meals and stuff. So... Yeah. yeah, I love that about her, how she's kind of like a perfectionist when it comes to her craft. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and another one. Um, so going back to the accident prone, um, 
I believe it was when Rory said she got into Chilton. Suki, like, threw her towel, like, behind her because she was so happy, um, which is another thing I love about her, how, like, happy-go-lucky she is. But um, the towel, like, landed on the stove and, like, caught on fire. Um, <laughs> so, like, that was also, like, so funny um, about her, too. And like Anusha said, like, the kitchen staff knows exactly how to, like, navigate around her. <laughs> Um, they probably have like nine one one as I speak out. <laughs> yeah, they had that fire extinguisher out like really fast. <laughs> yep. Um, and then uh, the last one I thought of was um, she has like a really refined palate when it comes to food, and she like applies that to everything. One of my favorite episodes is when she catered this kid's birthday party. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. She made, like, um, jalapeno mac and cheese, and, like, uh, and that was, like, green and halibut. Um, and she was more concerned about what the adults were eating than the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, what, she made one of the kids cry, yeah. and she was like, oh, my God, she's making a face. I don't know what the face is. Yeah, I think that's, like, around the time when she was also pregnant, so she's freaking out. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take care of a kid. Yeah, she was trying to host a party for the kids because she was trying to get ready to be a mom. Right, yeah. And then Lorelai said, like, oh, well, your kid's going to have, like, the most refined palate, so don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, overall, um, what do you guys love about Suki and her character? I love how she's always so kind and generous and she also treats Rory as um, she's like the cool aunt to Rory uh, because she she was obviously there for Lorelai when um, Rory was growing up and she kind of sees Rory as, you know, her, her family. So it means a lot to Lorelai. I'm sure that she considers Rory a part of her life as well. So I like that she's always kind and obviously like she's very funny and quirky. That's all. I always enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's, um, like Anisha said, she's, like, a great friend, but I think she's always, like, um, so enthusiastic and such a positive character in Lorelai's life. Like, whenever anything happens, Suki's always, like, by her side. So that's, like, one of the best things about her. She's just so positive and very nice and kind and just sweet all around. And she'll do anything to, like, help out Rory and... Um, Lorelai or anyone really in the town she's just one of those like really kind nice characters yeah I completely agree with you guys I love how she's always there for both Lorelai and Rory and her upbeat and positive attitude and also like her humor as well Um, and I find it interesting too because usually in like TV shows or movies um, you have like the quote unquote like best friend character or the sidekick and they usually don't have much of a storyline for themselves. Like, usually they're written to serve the main character. But in Suki's case, like, she's, like, a well-rounded character where we know um, her personality. We know um, eventually, like, uh, her romantic life, um, her family life, her career. So, like, I love that about her, how well-rounded of a character she is as well. Yeah. 
Me too. And she's always so well received with the fans as well. I don't think I've ever met a person who watched Gilmore Girls who didn't like Suki. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't know a single person who's like, yeah, I hate Suki. Like, everyone loves her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that wraps up um, our discussion on Suki. So before we dive into talking about Kirk, uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. All right. And then we're back. Um, so let's talk about Kirk. Um, and I feel like who, whenever I talk to anyone about Gilmore Girls, everyone always says that Kirk is one of their favorite, like, supporting characters and, like, townies of Stars Hollow. Um, and I completely agree with that, too. Um, so, yeah, how would you guys um, describe his, like, character and how we get introduced to him? I feel like there's different <laughs> phrases of Kirk. <laughs> so, like, he can be very creepy, but also, like, sweet and kind at certain points. So it's, like, a hit or miss. Like, you never know what Kirk is going to appear as. Like, you know what I mean? He, It's one character, but it's, like, five characters in one almost. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, the... Um... You guys know those like dum dum pops? There's like a surprise flavor. Like yes. he's yeah. basically that. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep, he's a mis- he's the mysterious dum dum. Yeah. yeah. Like he can be quirky, creepy, kind, <laughs> sweet, like lovable, or like the complete opposite, you know. He's just Kirk. <laughs> it's kinda like his resume. Like there's just all these things going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like honestly there's I also think verbs for Kirk. Yeah. Yeah. Anusha, were you going to say something? I was going to say, I also think uh, Kirk is probably the richest person in Stars Hollow from the many, many jobs that he has. Oh, definitely. Didn't he try to like buy um, this property that Luke was interested in? And Luke was, he did. Luke was like, how did you get the money? And he's like, Luke, I've had X amount of jobs over my lifetime. I have saved up $94,000 or whatever number it was in the bank. Doesn't he do this thing where it's it's really creepy to me. He, like, hangs out or befriends old people that are going to die. So then eventually they give him some part of their, like, money or estate to him or something like that. That's how yeah. he, like, got his diamond company or, like, something like that. Where he yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot oh, no. about that. <laughs> Me too. I was like, this is the he also... thing. I'm like, do people actually do this? When I was little, I was thought of that. I was like, what? <laughs> is this a thing? <laughs> well, that's Kirk for you. Maybe people got that idea after watching Kirk do it, and they're like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with old people, so they'll give you money eventually when they die. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, so for more... Uh, backstory in case you guys are not familiar with Kirk um so he's like an eccentric character from Stars Hollow and he's mostly known um for his like plethora of jobs which changes like episode to episode um oh another thing I remember too he also lives with his mother but we like never see her at all in the show we he just references her it's quite disappointing (laughs) we never get to see her um I just remembered he the episode he got a cat and he named the cat Kirk. Yes. <laughs> and Lorelai was like, "Well, you named your cat Kirk." <laughs> and then he's like, he was titled telling her that um, his mom has is like confused on 
which Kirk she's calling so long. He's like, well, maybe she can call me human Kirk and she can call the cat, cat Kirk. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And the, and the cat kept like scratching him and injuring him and like just terrorizing oh, yeah. him in general. He has like bandages and blood every day. <laughs> oh my God. I love the fact that he's there for all of his friends though like if anyone's in trouble like if Luke needs him or if Lorelai or anyone or even like um who's the mayor Dozy or yeah Taylor Dozy yeah Taylor like if anybody needs him he's always there like to help or like to do anything like he doesn't care he's just like the go-to guy like hey Kirk you know can you do this for me and you know that he's gonna come through (laughs) right yeah, which is how I'm convinced he probably got all those jobs, too, because, like, he's very dependable. Like, he's ready to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we actually also get introduced to him as Mick in, like, one of the first few episodes, which I love. Um, and he's, like, this internet repair guy that comes to Lorelai's house um, to install DSL. Um, and then the writers changed his name to Kirk, and then we continue to just, like, see him pop up every now and again with a brand new job um so yeah because of like all of those jobs and everything like there's a lot to him I feel like um so what would you guys say are like Kirk's major storylines or plot lines throughout the series I think one of the major things that really brought him out as a character was when he started dating Lulu Mm mm-hmm Like, you got to see Mm -hmm. a totally different side of him. Because up until then, you know, you just see him doing one job and another one. And just, like, his quirkiness and his, like, weirdness or whatever it is that he is. But when he's, like, dating Lulu, you know, you actually see another part of him, which is his own personality. And um, just how he grows with that character is really nice to see. Because that actually makes him... Like, how we thought Suki was well-rounded because of that storyline um, that she had. I feel like because Lulu came into the picture, he became, like, an actual, like, character within instead of just, like, a character on the side where you just kind of have now and then. Right. Yeah, and I love that, too, because... um You know, Kirk, as we mentioned, does a lot of really odd things, so it's very, like interesting and refreshing to see that like because of like those odd things that Lulu finds endearing like they are together and I believe they're together for the rest of the show yeah 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 so it's like a yeah, long I love that relationship yeah exactly mm-hmm. um and yeah I definitely agree I think like Kirk is interesting because like with his storylines aside from all of his jobs he like, the, his storylines seem to be centered on, like, his relationships with others. So, like, um, like what Jaina mentioned with Lulu, that's definitely, like, a main one uh, throughout his plotline on the show. Um, and, oh, I also uh, did not remember this until, because um, I was looking up exactly what episode he came in to the series. And I noticed online, um, they said that Kirk actually asked Lorelai out on a date like very early on um oh, really yeah oh yeah I forgot I completely about forgot about that yeah he asked her out um and of course it didn't end up working out 
But then he actually enlisted Lorelai's help in asking out Lulu. Um, and Lulu uh, used to date Kirk's brother. Um, so he asked Lorelai for help um, on how to ask Lulu out on a date. So that is really interesting how um, he first asked Lorelai out, but then it eventually led to Lulu. Wow. I don't even remember that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember yeah, that I, either. <laughs> I, like, faintly remember it. Yeah, I think I remember him um, blurting out, like, I think you're very nice. <laughs> like, do you want to go out with me? But that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think, like, besides Lulu, the second, like, major relationship that Kirk finds to be important throughout the show is, like, his relationship with Luke. Because um, it's interesting. Because, like, even though Luke really seems to get annoyed by him, Kirk, for some reason, keeps looking up to Luke for, like, advice and help with everything. Almost as if Luke is, like, his older brother. Would you guys agree? Yeah. I definitely agree. He seems like he's always uh, seeking Luke's approval. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, like, it's sweet, too, because Luke always, um, even though he's annoyed with him, he does, like, give him advice and help him. Like, uh, for example, when uh, the soft opening for the dragonfly inn where they had some of their friends like stay overnight um i remember like kirk was really worried about scaring lulu with his night terrors so luke ended up staying in the same room as kirk to help him like monitor his night terrors when they spent the night so i think like even just doing that is very like sweet on luke's part and also it shows that uh kirk seeks that like um advice from luke and is comfortable around him oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. even though luke has like a, you know a hard exterior as we've mentioned before it's really nice to see he has like a really soft side when it comes to luke he kind of considers him like his little brother right kind of takes care of him yeah definitely um so yeah and so we talked about like a lot of his quirks so far but um, are there any particular quirks of yours from Kirk that are, like, your favorites? I wouldn't say... I would... oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if this is a quirk, but I always remember the scene where he has this, like, movie that's been made, and it's, like, the <laughs> weirdest movie in the whole world. I wrote it in my notes, too. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. <laughs> You have no idea what's like happening in this movie, but it's like the creepiest thing, and it's almost scarring. Like that's the only thing. If someone talks about Kurt, I'll remember that. Like first thing, that's the first thing I'll talk about, and then other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to like describe what you remember about that movie to like our listeners who maybe forgot about it or haven't watched it yet? <laughs> So I think there's two movies and I'm getting both of them mixed up. So one of them is a silent film and it's all in black and white. And I think like Kirk is trying to like, he goes to someone's house or something. And he, like, I don't know. I can't even remember. But Oh, I think I remember. Um, I think you're talking about, uh, it's called A Film by Kirk. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I think he, like, goes to, like, this girl's house because they're supposed to go on a date. And he comes in and, like, he's trying to convince the father to, like, let him go out on a date. 
And he does this like interpretive dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I thought it was to like ask him to marry the daughter but oh maybe i'm wrong yeah maybe it was like marrying it was something with the daughter and he was trying to seek permission through dance yeah it was a weird thing and like even like everybody watching the film was just like freaked out and then there was like another movie of him where he was like um i don't know he was dressed it wasn't black and white it was all picture and you can actually see him and he was like just screaming and like screeching and he was like doing like weird stuff. I can't really even describe. Like I, I need like a video to just turn on or something for the viewers. <laughs> but I, yeah, those are just two things that I usually talk about with <laughs> anyone when I talk boxer. <laughs> oh yeah, I just googled it. So yeah, the first one is called a film by Kurt, <laughs> and um, guess what the second one is called. <laughs> Even one, <laughs> <laughs> a second film by Kirk. Oh. <laughs> so original. <laughs> um, it says it stars Kirk and Lulu's new pet pig Petal. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, I remember. And the pet pig ran into the street. Yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. And it was all in color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would totally consider that a quirk from him because. It was just so random. And didn't he play it during a town meeting or something? Yes. <laughs> he, like, yeah. brought the whole town to I watch did. this. And everybody was, like, beyond creeped out about it. I love that <laughs> film. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's so cringy and it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's also, like, one of my favorites. Um. And another one of my favorite, like, main quirks that Kirk has that I think everybody loves too is um the sheer amount of jobs that he's worked over the course of the show um and I was actually curious about this so I googled how many jobs he's actually had um can you guys guess like your best number as to like how many jobs he's had 256 (laughs) (laughs) very specific Anusha do you have a guess I'm gonna say 127 wow okay um so actually he's had not including um being the founder of uber in the revival so it's not including that um you guys guess really high but he's actually only had a total of 62 jobs throughout the series yeah i also thought it was like in the hundreds or 200s too but yeah 62 jobs that's still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly disappointed. I feel like there was more. I thought at least 100. I know I said like 200, but that was just exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you Google it, you can actually find out all of the jobs that he's had because there are people who literally have cataloged every single one of his uh, positions. Oh, um, yeah. I've always wondered like how long his resume is and if people even look through it or if they just see it and they're like, okay, fine, you're hired. I feel like he doesn't even need a resume. He's just a living resume. Like he's just like, hello, my name is like, oh yeah, I've heard, you know, you helped out so-and-so, you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> or hi, my name yeah. is Mick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The guy doesn't even need a resume, to be honest. He really doesn't, because no, everyone's seen doesn't. him around town doing different things. They know he's <laughs> capable. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and another really funny thing I also remembered was, um, so when he was uh, preparing for his first date with Lulu, do you guys remember when he, like, video, <laughs> he, like, videotaped himself oh, yeah. at Luke's diner? He was at the diner. <laughs> he was, like, set up, like, a camera, and he was, like, talking to the camera as if it was his date. <laughs> I love that. And, like, um, he kept asking Luke if he could, like, hang around the diner past closing so he could continue practicing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found that both, like, endearing and also really funny. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, like, I love how he's trying so hard, but he's kind of being a little creepy about it yeah like very much like i need to prepare for this date <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah um and then the last thing i noted was of course like i mentioned um the night terrors earlier so again during that test run in the dragonfly in um when kirk has one of these night terrors he basically runs outside screaming and he's completely naked <laughs> and apparently this oh, yeah. happens to him like every <laughs> night or so so oh, yeah i love how he ran in between that was the episode where luke uh, spoiler alert luke and lorelei like kissed in front of the inn oh, yeah. and he just like was like screaming and ran in front of the, like in between them it's almost as if he like blessed it you know he's like yeah he's like i approve so i'm gonna go run into the street naked exactly <laughs> yeah. um yeah so we would definitely recommend you guys watch a film by Kirk and I'm totally going to rewatch a second film by Kirk because I don't remember too much of it, but <laughs> it's great for a good chuckle. <laughs> or if you want to be creeped out. Yeah. yeah. It's a great film. <laughs> yeah. You'll get creeped out and you'll start laughing. <laughs> um, so overall, um, there are many things to love about Kirk, but like, What's one thing you would say you love about his character? I just, I love the fact that whenever he shows up in a scene, you just never know what to expect. Like, he opens his mouth and it's just, you're just completely, like, taken aback by, like, what he says and, like, you're just not expecting it. Mm -hmm. I just love that. Like, he's very mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the fact that he's very serious about everything. Like, there's nothing that he takes lightly. Every single job or anything that's going on in his life is just very serious. Like, he he doesn't... He's not a go-with-the-flow kind of man, almost. <laughs> you know, like, even when we were saying he needed to, like, prepare to date Lulu, you know, he took that very seriously. He'll take any of his job, like, very seriously, like, as if his life depended on it or something like that. I kind of love that about him because not – you don't meet a lot of people that are like that, actually, in real life. <laughs> Ooh, that's a really good point. I didn't even think of that, but it's true. Like, he is very serious about everything. And it's interesting because we see him as, like, this comedic character, but his delivery is very dry and deadpan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, like – yeah, because, like, uh, what we talked about with our last episode recap, when he was working at the supermarket, like, he was telling Miss Patty, like, could you please put that fruit down? <laughs> Can you not eat the produce in the store before buying it? 
Yeah, but that's like definitely one of the things I love about him is he always brings comedic relief and just levity to any scene that he's in. So um, that's a great thing about his character. Yeah, definitely. Um, So yeah, bringing it back to both Suki and Kirk, um, why do you guys think that both of these characters are important to the show? Um, And why do you think it's important to include them as characters? Um, I think, um, like you mentioned, Krishma, like they both offer comedic real relief to the show. And they're both like so quirky, and it just brings a very lighthearted, uh, feel-good vibes whenever they come on the scene. Yeah, and I feel like with um, Suki and Kirk, aside from the quirkiness, um, with Suki, that's Lorelai's like best friend. So like every main character kind of has that. So I feel like that's the main like role that she definitely plays. And then with Kirk, he is kind of that like quirky, like funny person that you kind of need for any sort of like comedic relief. So if there's any sort of like serious scene going on, like like what we just talked about when Luke and Lorelai kiss, you know, like that's a very ser- like very serious scene. But um Kirk will come in all naked and stuff and running around. And just, like, make that whole entire thing, like, very funny. Like, and that's the best part about it. Because sometimes there are scenes where you're like, oh, my God, this happened. And then, like, Kurt comes around. And he just, like, makes it all (laughs) funny and just, like, lighthearted after. So I really love that about um, Kurt's character. Mm -hmm. And um, Suki, I think, does that a lot, too. Where she'll... She won't even know what's going on when she, like, walks into the room. She'll just say something, like, funny. And then there's, like, an actual serious conversation coming. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, oh, you brought me blueberries instead of strawberries? Like, oh. (laughs) I can't make strawberry shortcake with blueberries, Jackson. Yeah, I completely agree with you guys, Um, because I feel like whenever we see either of their characters in a scene, we know that we're going to laugh, even if it's set up to be a serious scene. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and as we mentioned earlier, I think, like, both of these characters are universally loved, because I've never heard anyone say, um, of course, like, oh, I hate Suki, or I hate Kirk. So I think, like, having them on the show brings, like, more dimension and also shows that you can have, like, unique supporting characters that pull their weight in the show without detracting from the main characters, you know? Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that about wraps it up with talking about our two favorite supporting characters, Suki and Kirk. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Um, In our next episode, we'll be discussing season one, episode six of Gilmore Girls. So definitely check that out. Um, You can check us out at our website. The link will be in the show notes. And you can also find us at Gilmore Girls Pod on Instagram. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. And share this podcast with friends who enjoy Gilmore Girls. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.